When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome everybody. Hope everyone's having a great week. Where did the month of September go? It is going so quick, but I hope everyone had a wonderful summer as we conclude to move on into the fall. And as we head into Q4, this is the great time now to really finish the year strong. We highly encourage you that if you're looking to really up your game in terms of your goals to make sure you finish strong, setting yourself up for a strong 2023 Feel free to reach out to us here at Sustainable Success at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. We'd love to hear and how we can potentially help you move your business to the next level. Again, if you're new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice American Influencers channel. We all follow us also on Apple and Spotify, including our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests share their words of wisdoms and insights, helping to move your business and personal success to the next level. We'd love to hear from you and any feedback in terms of what the types of content that you're looking for to help you move forward, we'd be open to hear from you and take your suggestions as we do that always in a serious manner. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and perhaps meet new people for the first time. This site takes all the noise out of social media, so no more notifications. This is an opportunity to come in on your time to generate genuine, authentic relationships and opportunities to share content of interest and perhaps meet new potential business partners or perhaps land your next job opportunity. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, I'm very excited today. I'm going to be, uh, we're going to be talking about live life connected. Peace is the power to live by. And this is a gentleman that is is 100% genuine and authentic. The people we love to have on this show that really not only uh, talk this information, but they walk the talk. They are an example of what he is going to show you and share with you today on the show. So live life connected. Peace is the power to live by. And you're going to be uh, in for a treat today. We're going to be talking with Sid McNary. He who brings peace, Sid McNary, speaks peace wherever he goes. The warrior within only allows for peace in any space he enters. Winning follows naturally as Sid transforms every part of his life to mirror that of the divine perfection. He's won as an internationally best-selling author of several life-changing books. He won as a football and life coach who guides NFL, NBA athletes, and others into successful lives in the game of life. And he wins as a warrior monk leader on the stage and in the yoga studio in cultivating the art of peaceful living community alongside his twin flame, love of his life, and his wife, Liz. Sid offers the world of a lighthouse of self-discovery grounded in power of peace. He is a living testament to all he teaches, showing the world with his daily words and accomplishments. Peace is the power to live by. Win at everything. And you're going to not understand not only hearing that statement, but what it really means that you could start to apply that on a daily basis. Sid is a story of the modern monk. 
And without further ado, we welcome Sid McNary to the show. Sid, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. And I just greatly appreciate you having me here. And, and you know, we got to meet in person and yes. get to know each other. And I'm just excited to uh, have this conversation today. I am too. I, I was so excited when we had an opportunity to meet a few months back in, in Jacksonville, you know, met downtown and just a great, great opportunity to get to know you, even though we had talked prior to that, obviously, and we belonged in, you know, a few clubhouse groups you know, where you share so much words of wisdom. Let's talk about, you know, when you live a life connected, let's talk about that first before we get into the piece. What does that mean? You know, so we live in this world of just so many things going on and but it just seems that there's so many people that while we may be connected out to these devices and all the technology, are we really connected? Because I, I don't know about you, but I always see a lot of people just running around with the, like their heads are chopped off. They're, are they really connected? Let's talk about that and, and share from your perspective. Well, I think the first thing is the idea that someone is not connected is an illusion. Yeah. Living life connected is first getting out of the illusions that people live in, because no matter what, from me to you, there's the smallest of particles that don't touch anything else. And you're all the way where you are. I'm where I am. And we're connected. And so that that idea, when that first hit me that I'm always connected, I am part of the reason that someone in another country may run in and, and, you know, that old saying, someone goes postal, they may run in and do that. Now, if I'm connected to them and I'm holding that place of peace inside of me, I may be the reason they stay at home. I may be the reason they pause and hesitate. So the idea of living life connected is to get out of the illusion and see that we're all really connected. Yeah, that's so true. We are connected, whether if we realize it or not, it, it's so true. And so what would you say, like, you know, for people that, you know, that might perhaps they, 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 they understand that logically, but for some reason, they're just not feeling that way. They I mean, they feel detached from their family. They feel detached from their business, their, their customers. Uh, if they work for somebody, Perhaps they feel detached from themselves, you know, a mm. lot of times that's where it starts. What would you say that, you know, some things you could share to help those that might be, you know, in that way of thinking at this point in time? Well, it's the realization. It, I mean, everything's built on a thought. From us having this conversation, we had the thought first. Everything happens from a thought. For those that may not believe that, try to turn your light on without thinking about it. And, you know, someone might be like, well, I didn't have to go over and hit the light switch. I can clap or I could. Yeah, but you still had to think about turning it on. No matter what it is, you have to think about it to get it done. And so that place first is the realization. You know, uh, it has been said in the beginning was the word. Well, if in the beginning was the word, then everything after the word, the thought that I have in my mind is secondary. And so that's that's the beginning of it. And then I would say, and in, in if someone's still like, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I get that. I think about things and, and am I connected to the people? Well, how many people have witnessed those moments where someone walks in the room and they may be the most sour person around or even the most happy person, 
and the energy in the room changes and everybody in the room just starts acting differently. Well, that's because everybody's connected to that, that space that that person is here walking in in a higher vibration. So everything's connected and it comes back to, am I aware of the connection? Because as soon as I become aware of the connection, I get to choose how I'm going to interact with it and I can move it forward in the direction that I want to go. Wow. That's great. I love it. And you know, and I know, I mean, this slogan, you know, you, you've advocated the slogan, you know, peace is the power to live by win at everything. Talk about peace, you know, peace as the power to live by. You know, when I hear that, I think of that as, you know, a foundation, you know, there's a foundation to everything, right? There, if you, you have a home, that home sits on a foundation. If you have a business, well, obviously it had to have some structure and legs to stand on to, to launch and now sustain that business to go forward. Just like with us, we have to have, I guess, a foundation to really, you know, build our confidence, to achieve things, to find joy, to be happy, and so on. Talk about, you know, peace a little bit and why that it is so important to really operate our lives and even create, you know, momentum in our businesses. Well, first I'll go with peace and you either have peace or you don't. There's no opposite to peace. The opposite is you're not at peace. <laughs> and so once I get that, you know, which everybody knows when they're not at peace. Now, when someone loses peace, then all of a sudden, all right, where are you? In your often in your head thinking, uh, you're actually living in the illusion, the illusion of something. And when I say the illusion, it's the thought of something that's not really existing. Because the person that actually is in an imminent threat, they're usually actually in peace. At least I have been. When I've experienced the threat in my space, I'm so at peace because I have to get fully present and do something right in the moment. If I'm thinking about, I walked, I walked up on a rattlesnake in Sedona. If I'm thinking about the rattlesnake about to bite me and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? I lose my peace. If I see the rattlesnake, which I did, and I happened to be at peace, so all I did was back out, moved over a bit, and walked around the snake. The, the snake didn't need to hiss at me. It was already shaking its tail to, to alert me that, hey, I'm here, and we were good, me and the snake. I, it didn't die, and neither did I. And so with that, you know, that, that movement for me is first – from that space of peace as my foundation, I then have access to love, which is what's real, right? Like without peace, and, it, and people get, that are listening, they can think about that for themselves or see themselves. When someone loses peace, are they able to access love? You know, people can think about it. I've had arguments with people. We used to, I coach college football. We had moments in the war room, as we called it, and First of all, we called it a war room, so it got heated. So there's that. And in the war room, when someone was telling something about someone else's players or we've got to do this and the arguments would come, we knew love could return, but there was no love in those moments, right? And so I'd say the same for someone at their, in their home, like arguing or yelling with their children or arguing with their spouse, and the peace is lost. How much do you feel love in that moment? Yes, it can return because you come back to peace. And that's 
that's why peace is such a foundation for me because I've learned over time that as I create and cultivate this level of peace, I mean, because I, I can honestly say I'm at 100% peace. People can bring me all types of stuff and I'll, and I'll be like, how come you didn't react? Well, I'm not reacting because I'm responsible for my peace. Mm. So then I move forward from that place of responsibility that gives me access from the foundation of peace to love in every way. Well, you, you just said something powerful. I love the rattlesnake uh, story, what you stated. Like, you know, when you think about animals, you know, like especially a rattlesnake, it could be a grizzly bear, it could be whatever. You know, a lot of these these animals, you know, can, can react out of instinct. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, they're they're being hunted just like they're hunting at the same time. But when you approach their environment from a place of peace rather than from fear, it's the direct that. Now, like you said, if you approached it from fear, the rattlesnake might have, you know, came forward and and, and bit you. And oh, no in this case, no that doubt. you you react, you you didn't react, you responded from peace. You didn't react from fear. And that's powerful. And think about that in any, what you just said, in any type of situation, whether if it's between a husband and wife, between a, a parent and a child, a, you know, a member in your community, your, your get together or business between a customer. If that's showing up in our conversations and our communication, what a difference maker that is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I, and I look at you know, I having coached college football and been in sports, I'm still in sports. Like I, I got to go to basketball games to watch players so that I can help them move through. When we went from, I remember in our state championship, my junior year of high school, we went from 20, th 21 to three. And then in a minute and a half, after halftime, we turned it around and won. 24 to 21. Now we came out, our coach was calm. It was the first time I never, like I had seen him explode, but this time he was calm. He came out and delivered. If you all are ready to play, then come out and meet me on the field. We came out there and we, we just turned it on instantly and won from that place. And that was that sense of peace. And I, I look at, the champions that pull off the – you watch uh, Phil Jackson, one of the best coaches I've gotten to watch from, you know, from the, from the Raptors and from the stands. And when those Michael Jordan moments happened and the Kobe Bryant, there was a calm coach in the huddle saying, this is what we're going to do, now go execute. And sometimes they might miss a basket, but most of the time with those guys that were calm, they drained it. They walked away, pumping their fists, doing all those things because peace was their power to live by. Even if they didn't talk about it, they were in the flow, which even to access the flow, you got to be at peace. It just is. Yeah, so true. It's a difference maker. How, how that energy, because we're all energy and how that energy can really impact somebody in profound ways. Like you talked about Phil Jackson, who, you know, just like you, you know, practices Zen on a daily basis, you know, has a daily routine and, you know, how he took that into basketball. And, you know, maybe some of the players weren't obviously maybe at the same level as him, but he had an impact. He had an influence through his example and resourcefulness. No doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. What would you say, like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be going to break here in, you know, less than three minutes, our first break. 
What would you say like would be, you know, by what you stated about peace, you know, as a foundation to live a life connected, what would you say would be that first step? Someone that's just hearing this and, you know, maybe dabbled in this, but really hasn't put it together yet. Well, you know, I've got four pillars, principles of peace, and I'm going to give the first one because you asked for the first one. Yes. And we'll go, we're going to talk about the other three after. I you love got it. it. You got it. The, so the first thing I think is got to look in. You know, for me, when something is happening outside of me that seems to be off piece, I look within myself and that number one place of looking is how am I listening? How am I listening to myself? How am I listening to others? How is it happening on the inside of me? And how am I attracting the reality outside of me? So the first thing is to look in, see exactly what's going on for me. And then how can I shift what's inside of me to bring it forward for what's happening outside. Wow. Wow. I love that. I love what you just shared there. And I'm hoping that everybody listening, uh, taking notes, this is very important. Again, go, you're going to have an opportunity to go back to the show here later today to listen to things in case if you missed anything. So in summary, what would you say, Said, you know, when we look at what you've just shared, can if you can summarize some of these key points that you've already made, I know you're going to talk about the other three pillars here, you set the stage with the first pillar and then kind of put it all together in the second segment. But just summarizing this in, you know, 30, 40 seconds to yeah. really, really, you know, to deliver that, that value proposition for what we, you shared today. Well, peace is the power to live by. I'll state that first. And then peace is the foundation that from the foundation of peace, you have access to, to love in every way. Love being everything that's real. Without peace, you're, you're living from the illusion of things that aren't aren't here in the moment. And then finally, look inside yourself. If any time that I am feeling a, a loss of peace, if I shift it on the inside of me, I then have it everywhere else too. Yeah. Wow. Wow, this is so great. Well, I'm looking, you know, th this is so exciting what you shared. And again, everybody, we, we're going to be going to a break here shortly. And I hope you got a wealth of information here from Sid. And he's going to also be sharing a little bit later about his new book that's coming out, Path to Peace. And we're going to be talking about that later in the third segment. So you do not want to go away because we got a lot more to come with Sid McNary. Live Life Connected. Peace is the power to live by. And we will be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, -on -one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. 
This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. We're here with Sid McNary. We're talking about live life connected. Peace is the power to live by. And we're going to be repeating that several times throughout today's show because it's such a powerful statement and everything in terms of the foundation of where you are and where you desire to be in your business, personal life, and all of the above. Where where we had left off, Sid, you were talking about the first pillar, uh, you know, for you know, in terms of def, you know, when we talk about peace, you know, the power to live by. And I know there's three other pillars. If you could state the first pillar again briefly and share with us those four pillars and how it all comes together to, you know, build this foundation. Yeah. So the first one is to look in, you know, really. And which looks like taking accountability for yourself, you know, that everything in your reality, the only way you see it, the only way I see what I'm looking at is because that's what I think in my mind. So taking accountability for how it is happening inside of me gives me space and access to the piece that that I can turn on inside and then move from there. So that's the first pillar. The second pillar is be willing to learn. You know, at least everything that I've been through, the more willingness I am to learn outside of what I think I know is the only way I can expand beyond the paradigm that I'm living in. And so that willingness to learn gives access to peace when I don't know peace. Because most people, regardless of you know what what's going on in their head, if they want peace and don't have it, it's because they don't know what peace even looks like. So that willingness to just be open to someone else may be able to see something, a blind spot of, of in some cases that I may not see. So knowing that I can do that, that I can be open to what's possible, I can let that happen. And the third one is to realize that I am always creating, creating my reality. And I may be creating, recreating something unconsciously. And so if I let go and say, okay, what am I creating? I'm creating this, you know, that going back and it's always going back into the, into the first one, look in, learn from the moment, then realize I'm the one creating it. And if I don't like what I'm creating, create something else. How do I do that? Shift my thoughts first, shift my thoughts and then see how, what I'm bringing forward. If I don't like the way I'm feeling in my body, all right, how am I creating that? You know, am I doing it through my food? Am I, am I doing it because of uh, the people I'm hanging around or the, the music I'm listening to? All these different things, taking accountability, that willingness to learn and then create. And then finally, the last part of the pillars of peace is working with the reflection. You know, it's me. Everything that I'm looking at is a reflection of myself. Everything. Good, bad, right or wrong, it just is, I'm looking at it because that's me. If it's triggering something in me, if I feel off, if I feel uh, a sense of pain or unease or judgment, I'm actually, you know, that old saying, for every finger you point out, there's three more pointing back at you. 
So for everything that I'm looking at, I can take the moment and say, okay, how is this a reflection of what's going on in me? Because even if somebody else, you know, this buzzword that's out there right now, people are narcissists. And so, okay, if there's a narcissist in my life, which fortunately, I don't know any narcissists. So it's, it's a buzzword that I don't use. Because of that, it's like, all right, if there's a narcissist in my life, where am I lacking the space of standing strong for myself? You know, that's the reflection. The narcissist is actually a teacher for me to say, oh, I could be stronger in myself because everything was created from something good, at least in my opinion. And in that sense of the greatness that God brings forward, in that sense, it's like, okay, someone who's mean, usually what's the benefit of being mean? That person is protected. Someone who is humble, what's the weakness of being humble? That person can be weak or a martyr. And so learning to move from that place of humility and protected is just having access to everything in the fullness of who I am. And so that's important to be okay looking inside of myself, learning from the moment, creating what's to come, and honoring the reflections as they show up. Wow, that is powerful. Powerful. How, you know, when you share those pillars, I mean, think about that. I mean, this is something not even at the individual level, but even, you know, even at a team level, you know, how people can be at any type of any type of, of relationship, you know, again, marriage and, you know, with your children, with your community, with in uh, any business or if you, you know, you're working with your customers. So powerful. So we we want to encourage you listeners or those listening later that this is information that you got to really, really think about and apply this to what Sid has shared in, you know, your situation, you know, what's important to you right, right now. And so, Sid, let's kind of go in a direction, you know, you, you have another thing, another part of, you know, peace is the power to live by, win at everything. So when we look at competition, you know, we, you know, every, you know, in the world, there's competition, there's competition in sports, there's competition in business, there can be competition in a lot of different things. Talk about the concept of win at everything. So win at everything, you know, a lot of people think, oh, Sid was a football coach. That means he wants to crush you. <laughs> no, actually, we're not on the football field right now. So and even when I'm on the football field, for me, being a champion, being a champion, you don't just do it on game day. It's an all the time thing. So I'm a champion with with my wife, you know, and, and I've grown into that like in relationships, those that know me know that, that I've been married more than once. Was I great at those relationships? In some ways, was I able to shift and grow into the greatness of the relationship I have now? Yes. And I had to have a willingness to say, I'm going to win at everything. And so that, that kept evolving. And I think that's important that as I look at myself, I say, okay, winning at everything means even if I win or lose in the game of, in the name of competition, then I am going to do it in a way that I win no matter what, you know, in competition. uh, There's a lot of great players, you know, Kobe Bryant often lost to Michael Jordan. Now, Michael Jordan mentored Kobe Bryant. Now, both of them had a win in that sense because Michael is still 
elevating the game. He's elevating himself. The more I share with someone else, the more the universe is able to bring me something else to, to help me grow. And so that's part of it is being able to say, okay, how can I win in relationships? And that's the win at everything to me. You know, right now, if the world is losing anywhere, we're all losing. And so how can I be the winner at everything? I've got to lift everybody up. If somebody over in some country is warring all the time, how can I help to bring that place to peace? So that when it comes to our borders, we then can sit at peace with everybody too. And so I think that's important, which also means I've got to look inside of my own country and say, okay, how are we losing with our own people? And now let's win at everything. Yeah. Wow. That's great. You know, when you, if you can, like, let's break this down if you can. Yeah, I like to break it down to relationships, break it down to the team level, break it down, you know, even a business setting. If we can kind of do that, I really think because people might say that registers with me or that one or then or all of them come together. But right. Could, like just give it, you know, kind of break those down into those three buckets. All right. So first I'll go with on the home level, you know, home front is, Hey, Where they it started, starts, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. Right. So, all right. So then it's all right. There's the first thing, like, how can I look at it at home? My dad used to say this son, part of the reason why you have these problems in, in your marriage is you aren't willing to find common ground. You think everything has to be your way. Well, my mom said, nobody thinks like you, son. So I had parents hitting me on both sides, right? Like mom saying, son, everybody doesn't think like your dad saying that you got to find common ground. And I'm like, geez, really? Can I just have some peace here? And so part of that space of wanting to have peace had to look like, well, I can either be right all the time or I can have peace. If I'm going to fight for being right, there's going to be a lot of times I don't have peace. Yeah. And so that that's a big place for me, having the relationships uh, that I have, the relationship with Liz, as we move through a lot of things together, is we find common ground if we ever aren't seeing directly. Fortunately, we found common ground so much that we pretty much can complete the other sentences and know that we're we're right there in the ballpark hitting it out of the yard, right? So then when it comes to uh, that second level of, of I'll go to team, team, uh, because when I say business, it's a little more on the world level. When it comes to the team, same thing happens. It's like, okay, how, what's our common mission? And now everybody has a job to do. Bill Belichick, when, when we were there teaching yoga, Bill Belichick, their theme is do your job. So on a team, there's all different types of jobs. And some people may want to be the team captain, but you know, they're a freshman. So you got steps to do. You got a job to do. You may have to go run on the scout team and, and do that job. And if you do that job, great. Then all of a sudden we blow somebody out. Everybody gets to play. So now it's no longer, Oh, I didn't get to play. Well, you didn't get to play because you weren't playing at practice. Like you, you really weren't given the effort that allows everybody else to, to elevate. And then we all elevate. So I think that's an important piece of it. We all have a job and there's steps along the way. I know when I first left coaching and started teaching yoga, 
I wasn't the same as Iyengar who had been traveling the world, teaching all over the place. And there were steps. There was learning how to teach where I, in my own studio and, and teach 3,000 teachers to become teachers. And the more I shared that with them, the more I grew. And now here I am in this space. So I think that's important uh, when it comes to team is, is being in the space that says, I'm going to do the job that I need to do because that's my job. That's how we keep moving. Not everybody has the same job at any given moment. And then finally, when it comes to the business, I'm going to use BAE Systems as the example because I got to go speak there. And, and, uh, and now, for those that don't know who BAE Systems is, they're a defense contractor, probably the biggest defense contractor uh, in this country, at least. And they've got 85,000 employees, you know, so, and it was during the pandemic of, all right, we want to, uh, the president says everybody's got to get vaccinated in order to work in a government facility. So that's what it is. And it was like, all right, how do we bring peace into our employees that are, some of them are like, nah, we ain't coming back to work then. You know, we've been working from home. We can do this job. And so that to me is when you have a ship saying it, it all really applies in every way, but you got to get all pieces moving in the same direction. You know, if peace is it at a defense contractor, then everybody's got to find peace and then we can move forward and, and move from that place. So that's what I see is, you know, probably the biggest thing that I'm sharing right now is to find a common mission. You know, and what's the mission? Now let's go execute it. Everybody's got to do their part, you know, no matter what it is. You know, and I look at that uh, as I look at the different things that are going on in the world. And, and so many people are pointing fingers at who isn't doing theirs. And that's, that's an important part of it. Everybody's got to do their part for us all to win at everything. Wow, that's powerful. And I, and I, and I can see that. Yeah, both the, the 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 relationship team and business level. You have to understand your role and duties as that you have to understand the other people involved. What is their role? What are their duties? Like you said, if you know, like a team like the, you know, Bill Belichick's teams, you know, back, you know, when they when they were when they won six Super Bowls, those were teams that were communicating at a very high level. They 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 had they created an interdependent versus a codependent environment, and you know people were thinking at a whole different level. They they understood each other's role and duties, and and because of that, they were able to complement one another, not depend upon each other. And this way, in doing this, where they, they didn't necessarily have to have the best talent, they could do this with you know regular players and yet still win games. And it's no, I guess what, what I heard, it's no different than if it's a husband and wife, a partner, if it's, uh, you know, with your children, it's, it's like, we can win at everything. If we do, if we be that example and, and be that resource daily, would that be safe to say? Sid? Oh, we definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I look at, um, even as I went through, you know, my children's mom, we're no longer together and we still had to find the way to move them forward. The mission was to make sure that our kids were great citizens and, and able to take care of themselves because neither one of us wanted to have kids in the house till they were 27 or whatever. 
And so we had to get them to that place. And, and that meant compromise. And, and at one point, we were, we were set to stay in Maryland because we committed to that for, for our children. Even though I was a college football coach, which meant if I wasn't going to move the children outside of the state and I was going to continue in that profession, either I stayed the course or I had to compromise. And so then she got a job that took her to Florida and I still compromised and said, OK, that's what's best for you, which means that's great for our children. And as long as the children can choose where they want to live, the two boys ended up living with me. My daughter went down there with her. Well, really, two of our middle child went down with her as well. And then he moved back. And so that and now I look at them and they're they're an example for the world in so many ways. Like my son bought me out of my yoga studios at 23. Now at 27, he's rocking and rolling with selling solar and has moved from Maryland to Florida to Texas and he's doing his own thing. My other son graduated top of his engineering class at FIU and uh, or Florida Atlantic, FAU. And then my daughter graduated in three and a half years at University of Florida and now is at Texas Tech doing her thing. That's what we're supposed to do is give the best of ourselves to the next generation so they can do the best and give the best of themselves to the next one. We've got to evolve, win at everything. Wow, I love that. So everybody listening to that, just don't listen to hear those words, apply those words. We highly encourage everybody as we go head into the next break to really think about that. Think about that over the break. How can I apply at least one thing, what you heard from Sid, into your life, into your business? Just one thing, start with there to move forward. This is some powerful information. And again, you can go back and listen to the show in its entirety here later today, which we encourage you to do. And we also encourage you to share this show today with someone that could not make make it live. Very important. So everybody, we got to go to break. But when we come right back, we got more to come. And we will be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome, everybody. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Live Life Connected, Peace is the Power to Live By with Sid McNary. Again, we highly encourage you, if you're just joining us, to listen to this show in its entirety here later today. Again, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, takes all the noise out of social media, and also offers a membership program where you can tap into a wide array of different services that you would normally not be have access to uh, being in business uh, for yourself. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, Sid, you've shared so much valuable wisdom here in the first two segments when we talk about this topic, you know, peace being the foundation, the power to live by, you know, how do we win at everything, the whole concept of, the, you know, how powerful that statement is and how we all have access to it individually as a team. And then, you know, even bigger so as a company, as a community, as a, just the world in general, these types of things. You You have a new book that just came out. And it's called Path to Peace. Uh, you know, obviously, we want to we want to make sure that you get a chance to share that later here. How people can get access to that book. Uh, we, you know, we're looking forward to you know having our audience read your book. Can we talk a little bit about some of the key concepts from the book? I mean, you don't have to go into everything, but maybe some of the key concepts so they know, like, hey, I got to get my hands on that book and read it. What would be some of the things when we talk about the path? to peace. You know, I, I look at, when I hear that, that I think of a process that what, where do, where am I and how do I, where do I go to sustain that peace? Right. And so the first thing I'll say is this book came about because I, I'm actually writing four books right now. And one of the ones that I'm writing is, is uh, the playbook for peace. So that's a much thicker book, right? The path to peace really is short. Like when you think about it, the path to peace is either you have peace or you don't. So where's the peace? <laughs> you got to get it. So it's really short. And I, so I took all day yesterday, wrote this book and then published it. And so it's, it actually, Amazon was really quick with it because uh, sometimes they take a while to approve a book. But they, they approved it. So it's up, it's on Amazon. The thing that I would say that, uh, it really gives way is someone can put it in their pocket and walk with it, or they can put it on their phone and, flip through it quickly. Uh, the thing that someone will do is like, uh, know how is it someone can live in peace? How to do that? Uh, how can someone walk in peace and be there with someone else? And then there's, there's a 333 words to peace. And so 30, 33 of those words, and it's, the numbers are important. People actually may not even recognize how numbers play out in the grand scheme of things, but the 33 gives way to something starting in somebody. And then the 333 is how to really keep it going inside of oneself to keep that building. So, so that happens. And probably one of the biggest things that comes up for me, when I think about this quick short book is the truth, like knowing what the truth really is. I think that's an important thing that, that so often people have, gotten lost in opinions, but the truth is undeniable, right? And so the more I've, you know, it says, seek the truth and the truth will set you free. 
And so in that sense of me going for that and, and really getting to what the truth is, not my truth, because my truth could change daily. It really could. Like today I may not like olives. Tomorrow I may love olives. Well, what was the truth of that? It really, it was just an opinion. It was just a, a perspective on something that can shift. But the truth is an olive is still an olive, regardless yeah. of whether or not I like it. And so that that's probably the biggest thing that I that I love that's come forward in that. Yes, people have the the ability to see how to get to peace and how to walk it. And most importantly, to go from that peace and into the truth of the matter, because the truth will set you free and it actually gives you access to the peace. It does. I know I know for me that, you know, for the first 30 years of my life, I'm 55 now that I didn't live in, I didn't live in the truth. I lived in a way that I thought that I should be, where I would have been led to believe. I was living under somebody else's values. I was operating from these self-limiting beliefs that were just leading me down a path of misery and self-destruction and, and so on. And truth to me started coming through what was when I became for the first time transparent with myself and with other people. And then be, but also be, be having to be vulnerable, not in a weak way, but in a way that says that I can't do this myself, or I don't know everything. I, you know, this is where I'm at. Where am I going? I have to make myself vulnerable and transparent to then grow and expand. And to me, that, that, that was, that was, that led me down the path of truth for myself and everything else uh, that came across in my life and my business. Can you talk about that, like that truth? Like, again, maybe someone that's just hearing this, what it, what would that mean to them? Because, again, everyone can see truth in it from a different perspective. Right. Well, I'd say this. If you need to defend it, that's not the truth. The truth doesn't need anybody to defend it. Like, we could run behind my house and jump into the water. We'll get wet. <laughs> <laughs> Just that simple. That's the I truth. Don't, I don't need to try to defend that. It's like, oh, well, you go jump in the water and you show me you won't get wet. We don't even need to debate that. If you're debating it, it likely isn't truth. It's just your opinion, opinion, opinion of the matter, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and we could go, and I'm I'm staying away from some of the things that people debate. Well, because, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot right? of that going on. Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and <laughs> so like, let's just get to the truth. The truth is, if I care about people and I want everyone to be happy, well, then that won't be true because you're not going to make everybody happy. You know, like, let's get to the truth of the matter. And, and so there's the truth and then there's what my mind creates. And in between is your perspective. But the truth stands regardless of what my mind thinks or what I perceive it to be, it will be the truth in the end. And that, that to me, I think is so important for us to move into a place of, because I see the world having peace. I really do. I see that by first, well, a lot of people would have said, Sid, the football coach, Sid, the player, all those things. There wasn't a lot of peace in those times. Well, my, my friends from college are like, dude, how'd you get like this? Well, because I did the work. Now we got to go do some work to get the world to peace. 
but we can get there and we can get there together. Yeah. Starts, I guess, you know, it starts with one person at a time. It, it's being that example, being that resource. And you can't tell people what to do, how to do it, when to do it. You can only share, be the example, empower people to to do it for themselves and then repeat that process over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Truth, truth is a, is a, is, is a really another thing that, you know, that I feel is, is, is so important with, with the foundation that you had talked about with peace. Yeah. I, I mean, I look forward to people picking up the book and reading that part on truth. Yeah. The biggest thing is the truth will be the truth, no matter who follows it. It just is. And that part of it, like, that's such freedom for me, you know, to get to the truth of the matter with my wife has set everything in motion to where we're just at peace. Because if we get to the truth, then it's like, all right, do you want to live with this or not? Because that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah, hey, <laughs> think, think about it. Think about it. It's like, every, like, hey, this is happening. The Let's say the economy is going south. All right. That's the truth. The economy is going south. I could have a different look at it. I can see the opportunities in it, or I can see that you know my business is going to plummet with it. I can I can choose my opinion. But like you said, the, the peace comes for I know for me, what can I control in that situation? What can I not control? If I get caught up in all the things I can't control, well, then I'm not going to have peace. I have no control over it. I'm going to be worried, stressed, have anxiety, feel frustrated, get disappointed. Instead of if I could focus on what I can control and see, you know, things happening for me, not to me, there's more, there's more sense of truth and peace there than getting caught up in the things I can't control. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so powerful. You know, the recognition that the truth sets me free enough to, own my peace and choose where I go next. And that that's an amazing thing. So, you know, so when it comes to the three, uh, moving through the path of peace, you have to go through truth and get okay with the truth, right? Like acceptance is the greatest form of love. Why? Because I like for me to love somebody that's doing something that maybe I don't want them to do, that's called children. You know, <laughs> like I've got to accept that they're just being children and then love them, you know, or I can live in judgments and control and all those things. And I'm sure my parents would agree with this. I wasn't a controllable kid. It wasn't going to happen. Like it, yeah. from the very beginning, I was somebody that said, okay, we're going to find the truth of this and figure out how we can be at peace going forward from there. Yeah, no, it's so true. I, lo- I love that. And I, you and I had similar similar upbringings in terms of things. I was the same way and that was not controllable. Uh, you know, some people would say I was, you know, uh, you know, a rebel, you know, so to speak, you know, back in the day. And, and, and I did react in certain ways like that until I was able to do it in a way that was constructive, productive and, and so on. So I, I love that what you just shared. And truth is so important. So we we encourage uh, everybody to get their hands on this book. And 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 Sid, you mentioned it's a short book. So it, would it be safe to say it's something they can they can get read through very quickly? Oh yeah, I mean you probably read through it. And um, one of the greatest impacted books I've 
read is called truth. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's 21 pages. Wow. Amazon makes you make a book at least 24 now. So, so it's 24 pages and they're impact pages. You know, I, I wanted people to pick Straight up straight to the books. point. Yeah. And get what they, what they needed and go put it in your life. Like, wow. You can read about peace. You can read about peace. And unless you become peace, you won't have peace. Yeah. No, that's powerful. Well, Sid, we're we're at the end of the show. And I want to make sure that we give, you know, about, you know, 40 seconds or so. I want to make sure that everyone can get get to know you even better, reach out to you, what you're up to, anything you'd like to provide them. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, we do have a men's group. And so, I, you know, I really feel like they're, there needs to be a place for men right now uh, because we're doing great. We're helping women evolve. And so we have a men's group. Come check it out. SidMcNary.com. You can go to artofpeacefulliving.com. If you want to get a hold of me, send a message to programs at SidMcNary.com. Uh, and you can find Sid McNary everywhere on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, Clubhouse, you know, the Art of Peaceful Living Club on Clubhouse and all those things. And and uh, I'd love to chop it up with you. So anytime, reach out and we'll see how we can get together. Wow. Awesome. Well, we highly encourage everybody, you know, to take up Sid's offer, especially for the guys. We heard a men's group. This is a great opportunity to really, uh, you know, step into your truth, you know, learn how to find how to determine and create your truth. And you have the support of Sid and other men that are a part of the group uh, to move you along. So feel free to take him up on that and get your hands on the book, Path to Peace with Amazon. So Sid, first of all, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us here today. Thank you so much. Hey, I appreciate it. And I really look forward to connecting with everybody. You know, I know I gave a shout out for men. I love working with everybody. You know, if you're on a quest for peace, I think I'm your guy. Awesome. Well, we highly encourage you to do that. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. We are committed again each and every week to bringing subject matter experts like Sid to share their words of wisdom and from their personal experience to help move your business and personal success to the next level. We wish everybody a great rest of your Thursday, and we'll see you next Thursday at 12 noon East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.